What's good? You already know who it is, and if you don't know who it is, it's your man Leon Benson, aka Leon Genesis, aka your mom's favorite personal trainer, aka Let's Get It, aka Let's Work, aka Always Working, aka Beatrice Thompson in the building. What it do? We back at it again, man. Yo, this is episode 71, season two of the Passion Purpose Perspective podcast by yours truly. We out here, man. We working per the usual. It's September 9th. I mean, uh, it's September 6th, 2021, man. Man, yo, it's Monday. It's Money Make It Monday. It's Music Monday. It's Muscular Monday. It's Monday Motivation. Like, man, hopefully you guys are feeling good. Hopefully you guys are are being productive and, and getting closer towards your goals and dreams, whatever it is you have, you know, in front of you, whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. But anywho, last episode, we discussed some of the things that I love about fitness um, so you can go back into the feed at, uh, that was episode 70. You could check that out. But today I want to talk about some of the things that fitness professionals, fitness influencers don't talk about as often as they should, which is some of the BS that you go through. Um, just some of the negatives when it comes to fitness and nutrition. Um, and some of those things for me, I've been, uh, experiencing, uh, just all as of late, like, yeah. So a lot of people, they see the positives of exercising and eating clean and all that, you know, we see the, the chiseled physiques, we see the, 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 the fancy looking meals, you know, the optimum systems to set up, you know, how you meal prep and how you cook your foods and how you take your supplements. We see, you know, the cool workout gear. We see the fancy equipment, you know, we see the workouts and, and how badass people look, this and that, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. But we don't see the injuries. We don't see the fatigue physically, mentally, spiritually. We don't see, you know, the internal comparisons to, you know, maybe people that you admire or look up to or have always wanted to be like or got your inspiration from or whatever. We don't see the failures, the missed PRs, um, you know, the the strain on relationships or, or or or, you know, on opportunities or whatever because of fitness. And it's just like, man, it's a lot that goes into it. Um, if you're somebody who is really into it and has stuck to it long term, as far as, you know, working out, eating clean or whatever, and just really maintaining a high level of performance, it's not easy at all. Don't let anybody fool you. Like, there's no easy way to get in shape. There's no easy way to stay in shape and continue to... to perform at optimum levels, man. Um, just like the aches and pains alone will discourage a lot of people from sticking with it. It's just like, man, you could be, you know, in your 30s, 
but feel like, you know, you have the body of like a 50 year old or a 60 year old in terms of just achiness and your joints and bones just snapping and cracking and popping when you wake up. You know, you take those first few steps in the morning hunched over, you know, from from all the training that you're doing. It's like, man, some days you want to quit. Some days you want to give up. Some days you want to just you just be fat, man, and say, you know what? Screw it. Like, I'm tired of being in pain. I'm tired of being sore. I'm tired of being achy. Um, and also, too, um, I had spoken about this previously, but, like, some people suffer from exercise addiction, like 3% uh, of of the population. I'm guessing that's the American population. But I definitely feel like I'm in that percentile. But the the guilt is what I don't like. When you miss a workout, the feeling that you get of just guilt, remorse, you know, disappointment in yourself. Um, the guilt when you eat, you know, some junk food. And just thinking about like, man, damn, I ate, I ate these cookies, I ate this donut, I, I had this pizza, I ate some cake or whatever, some chocolate, this and that. Like, man, you know, the next day I'm probably not going to be as lean. Um, or even stupid shit like, you know, a lot of times, you know, when you start making progress in the gym and you're looking lean, obviously you look the best when you hardly have any food in your stomach and you've digested everything. And you're fresh. You didn't eat too much the day before. So waking up in the morning, you're constantly looking at yourself in the mirror. Um, It's just, it's a ridiculous thing. It's like a very narcissistic, overly obsessive, just, uh, you know, desire to just see the progress. No matter what the hell you're doing. No matter if you're hitting your goals or not, like you just constantly want to look at your body to see like, man, am I getting am I getting leaner or am I building more muscle um, or am I losing more body fat? Like, do I look better than I did yesterday or last week or last year? You know, you're just constantly trying to outdo yourself. You're constantly worried about how you look, how you feel. Um, it's just, man, I know I'm a little all over the place, but it's like there's just so much bullshit that comes with it. Um and, and on the outside, you would never be able to tell, like, people wouldn't know because they're like, man, you look amazing. Like, oh, my God, blah, blah, blah. Like, I could never have your discipline or like, I don't know how you do it, blah, 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 this and that, whatever, whatever. It's like, man, you know, some people, they understand it, but a lot of people, they really don't until they're really like fully in it. Um, And even you'll see like some of the most, you know, dedicated people to fitness and nutrition have even com just taken a complete shift and they've stopped everything. They've stopped training. They stopped eating healthy and all that. They just, you know, they just let their bodies naturally just go back to whatever they were before their, their transformations. Because, yeah, it really, it just, it takes over your entire life. Um, and it changes your mindset, how you view the world. It, it changes how you look at food. It changes how you look at people sometimes, man. Um, you become very judgmental you know, of, of what people do in terms of like their daily habits, how they eat, if they exercise or not, the type of exercises they do, like all that shit, man. And it's just, it's annoying. It's irritating. It's like, damn, why I gotta be like this? You know, you, you just wanna, you wanna have a healthy appreciation for exercise 
and and eating clean. But you got to draw the line somewhere. And that's that for some people is the hard part. I know for me, some of it is, is hard as far as the training aspect of it. Man, it's just like, huh, can I have like a normal day where I don't really go crazy doing like a crazy workout or going intense? Like, can I just do like a one mile run or just like a 20 minute weight training session and be satisfied? Or can I just skip one day of training so I can rest my body and be okay? But it's just like, man your mind gets going and just convincing you that you're making a huge mistake if you don't train today or if you don't give it everything you've got. It's just like, man, yes, live your life to the fullest. Yes, you know, put the work in, you know, bring your very best. But you also, you know, you have to let your body recoup, recover, you know, um, you have to let your body heal. And I know for me, that's a huge problem, um, taking days off you know, literally, physically, spiritually, mentally, like, it's just like, go, 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 go. Because I'm always thinking about, man, one day I'm gonna, you know, one day I'm gonna be, you know, 80 years old, 90 years old, like, I don't want to look back and say I didn't, you know, train every day or give him my all or put in the work or just stay, you know, lean year round or whatever the case may be. And it's just like, really, bro, like, my main thing is just, all right, I want to be healthy, um, and I want to I want to just have an optimum level of fitness to where I can increase my life expectancy. I want to live as long as I possibly can. Um, but a part of that too, aside from just you know killing your body every day, is resting, getting rest, and that is one of the things that I struggle with the most is like you know resting. Um, and I just, I like to work, man. I like to stay busy. I like to move around. I like to get shit done. I like to feel like I'm making progress. And when I'm not doing anything, it's just like, yo, the anxiety just builds up. I, f I just feel like, man, if, if, if I don't get something done or if I miss a goal or if I don't make a certain amount or whatever it is, like it's because of that one rest day or those two rest days, or it's because I, you know, went on vacation or whatever the case may be. And it's just like, that's a crazy mindset to have. Like, you don't want it to be like that. It's really not that serious. And I don't even compete on a professional level. Um, but if you had looked at my training schedule, just in terms of the consistency, you would think like, man, this guy must have to do this for a living. It's like, no, I don't. Like, I just exercise because I'm obsessed with it. It's beyond love. It's beyond, you know, oh, yeah, I do this because I want to be healthy. Like, it's literally an obsession. Um, like, it's insane. Um, so, yeah, it's very hard to let go and to just live, you know, a normal life and to just have normal habits or just to have a normal, like, respect for, you know, being able to move my body around or for being able to, you know, feed my body, you know, uh, just with foods that are going to nourish me um, and help me to live a longer life. But yeah, man, people don't talk about the anxiety. People don't talk about the stress. People don't talk about, you know, even like the body dysmorphia or, or the, you know, just the way that everything affects, you know, everything affects everything. Like, 
especially like when you're trying to maintain a certain look not even for other people just for yourself but like you become your own worst enemy because like i said if you don't hit a goal if you don't burn you know body fat or if you don't look a certain way if you're not as lean or if you, you know, skip some meals or eat something bad, like, man, it just, it fucks with you, man. And it's just like, man, it's really not that serious. You know, you can't, you can't let it get that bad. Like, you have to just have a healthy appreciation for all of it. Um, but you can't, you can't beat yourself up when you don't hit your goals. So don't be like me, like, enjoy your days off, please. Like, sleep sleep in, sleep late, uh, you know, ice your body, you know, do cryotherapy, uh, get massages, uh, whatever the case may be, like, take vacations, all that shit, man. Um, I barely, rarely do any of that. And that is, you know, that's a, that's a huge problem. It, it makes fitness, you know, almost like a negative when it's just like a constant go, 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 push, 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 you know, you, you, you gotta, you gotta slow down. Sometimes you gotta stop and you gotta just appreciate what you've done or just pre appreciate that you're still alive and able to do things. But yeah, man, um, it's, it's not fun to, to constantly be obsessed with making sure you exercise or 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 worrying about how you look because it's like at the end of the day who who cares man like as long as you're happy as long as you're you know living your life and trying to fulfill whatever your purpose is or whatever it may be like that's the most important thing you know being happy and loving yourself um but yeah you don't want to get to a point where it becomes like an obsession as far as like just Oh man, like I can't go a day without training or I can't go a day without, you know, eating uh, a low amount of calories or without any vegetables or whatever it might be or fruits or this and that, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, just try to enjoy the normal things in life, um, a normal, a normal day, a normal routine, a normal whatever, like, you know, so yeah. But, um, yeah, and it's also like it's it gets very lonely sometimes, too, because you're the one that has to put in the work as far as whatever goals you're trying to hit. You you have to eat the meals, you have to prepare the meals, um, you have to do the workouts, you have to lift the weights, you have to do the runs or do the calisthenics or whatever it might be. You have to compete in the competitions. Nobody can do any of that for you. So, yeah, sometimes we put a lot of pressure on ourselves or sometimes we just get too, too, too in, into our own, you know, just we just get inside our heads way too much. And it's really not that serious. It's not that deep. Like, you know, there are other things in life that are important, um, you know, just like take, like I said, taking time out just to to rest and appreciate your your yourself and just to appreciate all the work you're putting in or whatever. But yeah, man, yeah, you gotta you gotta try to just figure out whatever whatever balance you can figure out like for yourself. Whatever balance means to you, try to figure it out and try to stick with it. You know some type of routine where it's like, okay, all right, these few days 
I'm gonna I'm dedicate to the grind, to working, to goals, to building, you know, wealth or to building the body of my dreams or whatever. And then the second half of the of the week, all right, I'm going to relax. I'm going to enjoy. I'm going to reflect. I'm going to recover, recuperate, you know, and just appreciate. So yeah, those are some things that I need to work on more. Um, I'm trying to a little bit, like, um, just easing up on, on training, not being as intense because yeah, just constantly being in pain and all that, it's not worth it. But, um, just being able to enjoy downtime, you gotta be able to enjoy downtime. Um, and you gotta be able to just get out of grind mode, get out of work mode, get out of bodybuilder mode or powerlifter mode or professional athlete mode, whatever it is, like turn that shit off sometimes, man business mode whatever it is get out of that and just be a regular human being man do some regular shit like take a regular ass nap you know uh eat a regular ass meal and just just be grateful you know you got to be grateful for the small things but you can't overly obsess man but yeah it gets it gets crazy sometimes man the constant pain that you feel, the constant fear of, you know, getting out of shape, uh, the constant fear of, you know, uh, not hitting your goal, the constant anxiety in terms of what you eat, the constant anxiety, you know, of how you how you look or whatever, the constant like pressures of, oh, my God, I got to take my supplements because this and that or, oh, my God, if I don't consume this much caffeine i'm gonna get a headache and it's gonna ruin my entire day and then blah 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 the regret whatever like man let go of all that shit man you know just have a healthy a healthy uh appreciation for the training uh and for eating clean and, and you know just don't let it don't let it get to you don't let it go to your head don't let it stress you out because it's not worth it. And you will affect the people around you in a negative way if you're just constantly obsessing over over exercise or over eating clean or, or over whatever it is. Maybe it's work. Maybe you're a workaholic. I don't know. But yeah, man. But anyway, that's just a little rant and rave on that. You know, enjoy rest. Have an attitude of gratitude. Um, you know, get outside, get some fresh air. You don't have to kill yourself in the gym all day. You don't have to only eat broccoli rice and chicken or, 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 you know, only eat plain rice cakes or whatever. Like, you know, have a cookie sometimes, have a donut sometimes, have some cake sometimes, like celebrate the small wins. Um, just appreciate where you're at. Um, don't be overly obsessed with where you're going. <laughs> Because, you know, if you're just put, if you're, if you're staying consistent, you'll get there. But that's that. Anyway, I want to briefly get back to uh, book of the month, which is the Warren Buffett portfolio by Robert Hagstrom. Um, so uh, the last uh, part of the book we were talking about was efficient market theories and how you know, humans are not as rational as they think they are. 
they make mistakes they don't process information correctly so because of that they'll misprice securities aka they'll 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 come up with some wild prices for stocks um and it's just because because of human error you know you're either gonna when you're either gonna you know make good progress or you're gonna get some high returns or you're gonna lose a shit ton of money because of that because we live in an auction based market where people are bidding on the prices of stocks so um yeah man we're human beings we're flawed we're not perfect but Unfortunately, some of the fate of the companies that you buy via the stock market lies in the hands of human beings. So at any given point, you know, you might see prices go all the way up and, and it seems like they're just going to continue to move up. And other other weeks or other days or other years or other months, you're going to see that prices are plummeting completely. And that could be based on something that some of these brokers have read in the news or whatever they whatever fears or anxieties that they have they're selling off portions of of you know these stocks which is making the prices go down or whatever but you have to understand the business as much as you possibly can or at least on a at a basic level um you you want to understand the 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 business that you're that you're buying so that you know when those prices are swinging all over the place that that doesn't matter to you what matters to you is that you understand the business you've looked at the numbers um and you and you see continual growth you see the track record um you believe in the management you know you've you've done all your 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 background work you've done the necessary research you've made whatever calculations um, and then, you know, that's what you go off of. You don't go off of what the actual price is one, one day versus another day or what you heard in the news about the company, you know, because the people on TV, the people on the internet, some of them, you know, uh, these, these broker dealers, uh, these institutional banks, you know, these investment firms, they're paid, you know, to, 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 they're paid to get a certain result. They're paid to say a certain thing. They're paid to, to advertise in a certain way. Um, and to make false promises to people about what they can get them in terms of returns and all that kind of stuff. So always remember that, man, the system is flawed because of human error and because of human misjudgment. So just that alone tells you everything that you need to know in terms of why stocks fluctuate up and down the way that they do. It's not always simply tied to what the company is actually doing. Sometimes it's based off of what uh, Wall Street is assuming or feeling at that particular moment in the short term. But as an investor... And as a business owner, you need to be looking at the long term because that's the whole point. Putting up money now in order to 
earn more more uh in order to earn a higher return on that money in the future in the distant future you know and and constantly studying the fundamental aspects of whatever companies you're buying via the stock market but um but yeah man so some of the other things that are discussed in terms of you know different theories of portfolios and and how stocks are are coupled together and just how markets run and all that kind of stuff um there are some things that are just very uh what do you call it like there's just so many variables and there's such a high probability of of human error that's just it like so how can something become efficient or consistently leveled out if the mechanism or the variable that's controlling it or 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 in part control of it is constantly fluctuating between fear and greed so um some things yeah like there's some issues in terms of just where where prices are one day versus another one year versus another because again investors are not rational they do not process information correctly they're going off of what they hear in the news or what's happening on a short-term basis most investors are not looking at the actual business and breaking down the numbers of that actual business they're only focusing on the price of the business and they're assuming that that is the success or failure of that business but that is just a short-term metric. The price of a stock is a short-term metric. Um, if you're a day trader, I don't even know why you're listening to this. Um, but if you're an actual value investor, or that is your goal moving forward, to buy businesses and hold them for a minimum of 5 to 10 years, 20 years, then yeah, you understand that most of the things that are covered in a stock market, in the news, in the media you know, via these publications, is all based on short-term quarterly earnings. That's Those are short-term metrics. Yes, they help in terms of looking at where the business is going based off of its track record, based off of the, the previous quarters, the previous earnings, all the years prior, based off of, you know, are are those quarterly earnings increasing, decreasing, all, all types of things. But a lot of it, the the industry looks at on a short-term basis and if you're buying and holding for 10 years 20 years what what the hell is a quarterly uh what what the hell is a uh, an analysis or an analyst gonna gonna be able to tell you about a company just based off of oh here's these three months of here's just three months of information or this is what we think looking at the last three months this is where we feel the stock is, or this is where we feel the stock is going. It's just like, okay, you have to be wise enough and curious enough to to 
to understand that one person's opinion on a stock is 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 BS, man. It doesn't matter. Even if it's the most, you know, well-renowned, you know, individual. In this case, even if Warren Buffett is giving you, you know, tips on how to analyze companies, you still have to go and and figure out your own hypothesis. You still have to go in and do the work. You still have to make your own calculations. You still have to look at the finances and fundamentals of that business and understand the business as much as you possibly can um, and come to whatever necessary conclusion that you feel in order to make an investment or not make an investment. You have to do that. It doesn't matter what, what Warren Buffett is saying. It doesn't matter what Charlie Munger might be saying or any of these other guys. Uh, it doesn't matter. Like as many Monish Pabrai videos that I watch, I still have to look at what are my values? What is my idea? What are my philosophies? You know, what do I think the value of said company is? I still have to come to my own conclusions based off of research that I've done or thoroughly have put in myself. Otherwise, I'm just piggybacking off of everything that they've done, which, yeah, piggybacking might work to a certain extent, but you want to have an understanding of things when the markets disagree with you or when the markets disagree with companies or when 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 stocks are mispriced. You need to be ready for that and you need to understand what to do. And a lot of the times, if you bought a company that has great management, it's trading below its intrinsic value um, and the earnings are continuing to increase and it has zero low to zero debt um, and, and so many other variables in place working in your favor. When 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 prices are declining, that's the opportunity. That is the opportunity. When the market is overpriced, you should be sitting back, relaxing and doing your research on the companies you already own. And if you're interested, looking at future companies um, to, to get ready to acquire, you know, whenever they go on sale. But you have to be the one to do the research. You got to put the work in. Um. So, yeah. Otherwise, you have to just be like a passive investor and just buy uh, indexes. AKA, you got to buy like ETFs or, or mutual funds, which I don't suggest mutual funds. But I'm not a financial advisor, so do what you want. But yeah, man, you have to you have to do the research. Um. Unfortunately, in the short term, the prices that you pay for, for stocks is based off of other human beings and their sentiment and their temperament and whatever research that they've done and their biases. Because, yeah, again, the people that price these uh, that price these stocks, they're incentivized. So they're going to get a check. No matter what. So they're going to tell you what they want to tell you based off of whether the check clears or not. So 
this is why it's imperative that you do your own research and you come up with your own thesis or hypothesis as to why you think the company is priced perfectly, why you think it's overpriced, or why you think it's undervalued or underpriced. And then you go from there. But you got to be wise enough to not believe everything you hear. Question everything. Question everything. Um, Come up with your own thesis. Crunch those, whatever numbers you need to crunch. Do whatever research you need to do. Study as much as you can. And then you make your bets. Then you make your acquisitions. Then you, then you make your buys. You know, and you go from there. And you just rinse and repeat the cycle. Um, because what everybody else is saying is, is it's, it's rendered moot. It doesn't matter. Um, it's, it, it doesn't contribute to your success or failure. It really doesn't. At the end of the day, it's, it's the work that you put in or the work that you didn't put in that's going to get you great returns or terrible returns, which is, you know, going to, uh, cause you or allow you to make money or lose money but you got to put that work in man you got to you got to do the research you've got to you know you've got to come to your own conclusions about whatever businesses you're buying and you are essentially becoming a business owner anytime you buy stock you're buying a percentage of a publicly traded company you're buying a piece of a business ergo you are essentially going into a partnership with whatever CEO is running that, that business um, that you bought. Look at it that way and don't look at it any other way. If somebody offered you a business, you know, for X amount of dollars, you're not going to just take it. You want to look at the business and understand what it is, how many customers are there, uh, how much does it cost to make the product? How much do we sell the product for? Are our prices increasing? Are our sales increasing? Um, how has management done over the last five, 10, 20 years? Um, you know, what's the potential of us increasing our sales? How, how much taxes do we pay, you know, on, on our, on our money, on our earnings, whatever, like, uh, how much leftover money do we have after we pay all of our expenses, all of it. You got to look at everything, man. You got to look at everything. What are the employees saying that work at this company? Are they satisfied with the with with the working environment? Are they satisfied with the hours? Are they satisfied with the pay? Are they satisfied with the management? Like, man, there's so many levels to it. But you got to be willing to look at all of that before you just go and buy a company just because you heard somebody say it's a great company. You know. But yeah, man. It's you know, on the surface, it's very, very simple. But if you really want great results for yourself, for for one, you have to block out all of the noise. You got to ignore everything that you hear. And for two, you got to do your research, man, thoroughly, as thoroughly as you you think, whatever you think is thorough. But you need to do a thorough amount of research on these companies that you're buying. And number three, you have to look at yourself as part business owner. Any stock you buy puts you in the in in uh in the realm and in the position of a business owner. You are a business owner. Whether you like it or not, 
you know, you are one one millionth or one billionth percent business owner of whatever company you're buying. So when you start to look at it that way, you won't just buy and sell stocks, or, you know, and be trying to flip shit. You'll, you'll really think about the the value of the business and what you really think it's worth and, and if you really think it'll survive 10, 20, 30 years from now. But yeah, man, that's just my tidbit on all of that crap. So I'm not a financial advisor. I am a certified personal trainer. Um, But yeah, man, do your own Googles, do your research. None of this, this is all just informational this is all just entertainment. So yeah, whatever you do is on you. You're responsible for your own decisions, obviously. But yeah, that's just a little disclaimer. Anyway, man, I'm about to get up out of here. So hopefully you got some great insight and information from this episode. Um, if you enjoyed this episode or if you were able to get any useful information from it, I'm gonna need you to download, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. We got more episodes coming. Um, shout out to Anchor, you know what I'm saying, for sponsoring these last, you know, however many episodes. Um, but yeah, mostly just shout out to Anchor for sponsoring this episode. Um, so yeah, uh, it would be so lovely to, to get another sponsor in the, in the near future, but we'll see how that goes, man. We just going to keep working. Um, so yeah, shout out to everybody all over the world who listens to the podcast. It's like five of y'all or 10 of y'all, or whatever, or almost a thousand of y'all. I really don't know how many of you guys there are. Um, but based on the analytics, yeah, man, shout out to everybody all over the world that listens in. It's a lot of countries tuning in. I definitely appreciate it. Hopefully we can continue to expand and increase the audience. Um, yeah, man. And shout out to the demographics, man. Um, shout out to all of, all the dudes that listen. Shout out to all the ladies that listen. Um, yeah, like I said, man, we got more information on the way. We got more episodes on the way. Download, rate, comment, and subscribe to the podcast. Um, other than that, we just going to keep working, man. We're going to keep grinding. So, as usual, you already know who it is. I'm not going to say it again. I'm out. <laughs>